Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Today I'll be talking about observing the mind for anxiety relief. And now for today's show, Observing the Mind for Anxiety Relief. I like the way Eckhart Tolle compares observing the mind and identification with the mind. Tolle says the identification with the mind gives it more energy, like more power, and observation of the mind withdraws energy or power from the mind. So it's kind of interesting to look at. If we suffer with um, an anxious mind or anxiety panic or PTSD, OCD, and so forth, we're often looking in the wrong places for relief. Let's look at how we may be able to make some shifts, some changes in the way that we are using our mind to find more peace and calm. You know, there's nothing wrong with using great changes such as lifestyle changes, things we talk about here all the time, because we want to keep a highly energized mind and body so that self-healing can happen. We want to be sure that we're not uh, toxifying ourselves or poisoning ourselves, doing things that exhaust us, but we don't want to start looking so far outside ourselves that we think that it is something beyond our own mind-body that can help us clear and heal from this living down the wormhole. We often talk about being present, right? We talk about uh, mindfulness, being present, living in the present moment, or as Eckhart Tolle says, being in the now. And this presence is exactly where the relief and the clearing of anxious thinking begins to take root. This mindful place It's talked about in a lot of different ways, depending on who you're talking to or what part of the world the teaching came from, but um, it's been referred to as the still, quiet place inside you. I had a spiritual director who referred to it as the place behind your heart. Um, It can be your soul. You know, thinking about that place, that place of presence, the place where your Uh, You don't change. It's the changeless you, your essence. And so when we get thinking about living in the present moment, we're living closer to that. We're being connected with that. And presence is when we're able to bring our attention and focusing our mind on this moment by using self-observation. So observing yourself is an interesting idea. I mean, it's, you know, we're so busy. We have so much on our plates. There's much to take care of in our lives. But observing ourselves 
is an interesting place to be as we can then begin to see that through the observing mind, our attention and focusing our mind on this moment by using self-observation. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 face moisturizer and OS1 eye cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Observing yourself is an interesting idea. As we can begin to then see that through observing the mind, and you know, if we have it, if you're suffering with anxiety or a lot of stress, that can be a very busy and fearful kind of mind, right? It can be very busy. But by observing this mind, no matter how busy or fearful it is, you are seeing or observing with something beyond the busy, fearful mind. And you are observing with what is often referred to as presence or the wise mind or the higher mind. So let's take a moment here and think about this. This is the place where we're looking at our mind. So it isn't, what is it that's looking at the mind, right? It's something bigger. So like I said, it's often considered the wise mind or the higher mind, the higher self. Call it what you will, but it is that place where you are observing those thoughts. And this is what we practice in meditation, right? This begins to really open things up. It offers a very fresh and often very new perspective to Uh, what the mind is actually doing and what it is up to. It's kind of shocking sometimes because we don't look at it. A lot of time can go by when we're not, we're just going through the days. We're not present. We're not observing what we're doing. We're not mindful and we're not paying attention to our thinking and our thoughts. So it can be, um, it can be really eye-opening to, to actually pay attention to this. And many people report that when they start meditation, that they are quite surprised at what is really going on in there when they sit down and just watch 
And when we do watch, when we do pay attention, even outside of meditation and in our daily life, we begin to see that we are not our mind. And this is this is important because it's through this observing of the mind that we begin to have a little space between us and the mind and see that we are not that jumble of thoughts. We are not that monkey mind, that busy. It can be very uh, interesting and sometimes it can be not interesting. It can be frightening or scary. Depends where you are, right? But we we learn that we are not our mind. And this opening can bring great awareness and a lot of peace and calm. So how do we do it? How can we take our attention away from the busy, fearful mind where we're feeding that, where we're ruminating and getting ourselves worked up so that our body is in fight or flight mode with a hormonal cascade of stress hormones, and we're feeding the mind with that stressed body, sends signals to the mind that something's wrong, which sends more signals that something needs to be done. It's fight or flight. We have to do something, and that just stimulates the hormones again. And we end up in that loop, that cycle that we so talk about here. So what can we do about this? How can we get our attention away from that busy, fearful mind and start using our wise mind in our daily lives? Now back to the show. First off, it's important to remember that the way we have been thinking is probably very deeply ingrained. It's probably a real habit. So you want to be kind and gentle with yourself as you start to, quote, change your mind. I often talk about the mystery of life, and and I, I hope to bring that in here a little bit, because as advanced as science and research is today, we don't know all of what life is. And I find it illuminating to be able to hold the mystery as a part of life, as a part of daily life, and to let the not knowing be a part of your clearing and your healing of your anxiety panic. Being able to not know and be comfortable with that can really begin to let any kind of uh, anxiety and panic subside because we're letting go of, of some of that control of wanting and needing to know not only how everything's going to turn out, but that, that it is going in the way that we think that it, quote, should. So begin by using both formal meditation and your daily life moments, which are your informal meditation times. Let these all be a time of letting go of resistance, resistance to what is. This battle of uh, resisting reality gets us nowhere because we cannot change it. So we want to let go of the resistance to what is. Uh, This resistance to what is usually is in the form of uh, disappointment, 
challenges, pain, and so forth. So it can be easily recognized as a place to bring bring in our focusing on the present moment. And, and we can begin to see that the mystery of life may very well be at play here. Right now, we might be thinking things are not as we wanted or as we had planned. And instead of fighting with what is, we can rest in the mystery. This gives us access to our wise mind, that deeper place, that place of presence, which is not busy, fearful, anxious, or trapped. This is the doorway to a knowing to gnosis, if you know that word, G-N-O-S-I-S. It's a knowingness, a deep knowing that the mind begins to realize this deep knowing is something that the mind knows nothing about. This gnosis, this knowing is not something that is fearful or rushed or causing us pain. It's usually very quiet and we need to make space to hear it. So let's talk a little bit about getting into non-resistance. And non-resistance or being resistant, let's start there. Being resistant, uh, fighting against what is, digging your heels in, is often a habit. Again, these are deeply ingrained things. Why we started them, who knows? We've probably been doing them for a long time. But now we can look at things with fresh eyes and make changes. It is breaking of a habit to go into non-resistance and non-denial when we are challenged in life. But the freedom and the peace that become available are really worth practicing this for. When you notice you're not present, you're using your wise mind. You're in your present state. So think about that. When you notice that you're not present, you notice that your mind is wandering That is when you are using your wise mind. You are in a state of presence. So every time you catch that, it's you, it starts to become more and more available to go there. It's just like anything else. We begin to carve the pathways in our brain that will let us go there more and more quickly. And just like any other habit, it becomes a part of us. So we do this by practicing observing, observing what we're thinking, observing uh, what we're doing. Often the gateway is through the body. So when we do the body scan, this is what we're doing. We're using our mind to look at our body. So we're seeing that we're not our body. We're looking at it. We're feeling it. It's like, it's another way of doing it. The body can be a doorway. And when we observe anything like that, our mind or our body, we want to do it non-judgmentally. This is a very important part. No judgment. So practice observing non-judgmentally your mind, your thoughts, your emotions, how you're feeling about things. You can observe your pain and do it as often as you can, both formally in formal meditation and in your regular daily tasks, which we call informal meditation. 
And what I mean by formal meditation, again, means to be quiet on purpose, withdrawing what your senses from the outer world. And in beginning meditation, it's best to close your eyes. It's best to have a quiet environment. You will be able to do meditation anywhere at any time as you grow deeper in the practice. But to begin with, you want to withdraw and really go inside so that you can begin to notice the thoughts, to notice what's crossing your mind, to be able to start to feel that difference between you, your wise mind, your presence that is looking at the thinking mind. Practice this, like I said, formally on the cushion as you're doing your 10-minute meditation. Practice it with the body scan. Do it with daily tasks, such as when you're washing dishes, be present with the actual washing of the dishes, right? The warm water, the smoothness of the plates and the glasses as you rinse them or wash them. Just be with what you're actually doing. When you're driving, drive. Notice everything around you, not just tunnel vision, right? Let's widen our view and take it all in. Use our senses, our ears. What do we hear? So again, there's the body and our senses again being a doorway into actually being present with what is. And as you begin to do this more and more, and in both formal meditation and in your informal daily meditation tasks, you'll begin to enter into the peace and the calm, a present state more and more often, and with greater and greater ease. I hope that you will give this more attention and more practice, because this is a place where when you see that difference, when you start to grasp that you're wise mind is watching the thinking mind, you begin to feel a little bit of a shift. And it is from there that you can begin to go deeper and more often. And like I said, with greater ease into the present moment. And now for today's quote. Mindfulness is the great vocation in life, which leads to the end of suffering. And that's from Deepama. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com.